Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's the moment that we've all been waiting for. The first pick goes to... All this is, is your life. This is the day that franchises change. The single most valuable asset in basketball... You gotta get ready for this kid. He has the chance to be one of the best to ever play this game. We may think of him as one of the best players to ever live. He's for sure a generational talent. Lee's really in trouble when he comes in. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Welcome to beautiful Chicago, where tonight the NBA draft lottery will take place and one team's fate will be changed forever. In just a couple of hours, these ping pong balls, they will determine the state of the NBA as we know it. And that is not hyperbole because 14 teams, they have a chance at drafting the best prospects since LeBron James in 2003 in Victor Wenbanyama. You can see the lottery odds right there. It all goes down tonight. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Malika Andrews, we have Adrian Wojnarowski, Richard Jefferson, Zach Lowe, and my friends, today is a huge day. We have so much to get into because in just a couple of hours, right here in this room, we're going to find out which team will land the rights to draft Victor Wembanyama, the most highly regarded prospect since, I mean, I don't even know how to, I want to say since LeBron James, but, but it's even more than that, Woj. This is the most highly anticipated player to ever enter the NBA, and this is maybe not only the greatest prospect uh, in the NBA's history, maybe the greatest prospect in the history of team sports. Wow. So that's what we get to see go down in here in just a couple of hours. We also get to see LeBron James suit up for his 12th conference finals appearance of his 20-year career. But we need to start today's show with some news coming out of Philadelphia because the 76ers, they have fired Doc Rivers following a third straight exit in the second round of the playoffs. Now, the Sixers, they won 54 games behind an MVP season from Joel Embiid, but they lost a 3-2 series lead over Boston and then they failed to reach the Eastern Conference Finals for the 22nd straight year. Now, Rivers had two years left on his contract. He was 236 and 154 in three years with the 76ers. And here is what Doc Rivers, what Daryl Morey said, rather, about Doc in a statement. He said he's one of the most successful coaches in NBA history, a future Hall of Famer, someone I respect immensely. We're grateful for all that he did in his three seasons here, and we want to thank him for the important impact he made on on our franchise. You can see the full statement on your screen there. But Woj, how did the Sixers come to this decision? Uh, Malika, this is an organization with a shrinking window on trying to win a championship around Joel Embiid. And they made a decision that uh, they think out in the marketplace they have a better chance uh, to f- maximize the group they have on the floor uh, coming back, whether that's with James Harden 
or without James Harden in free agency, uh, three straight years stopping short in the conference semifinal. Uh, I think this season, I think everyone would agree, game six in Philadelphia was their chance to close out the Celtics. They didn't. They got blown out in game seven. Listen, Doc Rivers navigated this organization through a lot of very difficult scenarios in his three years, starting with the Ben Simmons saga and then the arrival of James Harden and trying to figure out how that partnership would work with Joel Embiid, getting James Harden to play in a different way and having a lot of success and ultimately probably losing to a better Boston team. But you are seeing it all around the NBA right now, teams with championship aspirations, moving off of championship coaches. And now they go out into the marketplace in uh, Philadelphia with Milwaukee, with Toronto, with Detroit, and of course with Phoenix to see if there is a coach out there who can help get them uh, beyond where they've been again, which is the conference semifinals uh, at the max through Joel Embiid's tenure. Well, and Ramona Shelburne said on this show, reported on this show yesterday, Zach, that essentially the 76ers had a decision to make. Was it going to be Doc Rivers? Was it going to be James Harden? And this doesn't assure a shoe in that James Harden continues with this franchise, but what do you see as the tea leaves here? Yeah, it might make the James Harden to Houston much rumored pursuit a little murkier for the Rockets. I think you're right that this move was aimed at least partially there because, look, the Sixers know what they're staring at. They're staring at if James Harden leaves in free agency, they have no cap space to replace him unless they do some really elite salary dumping, which Daryl Morey has pulled it off before. Sure. But if that happens, then you have Joel Embiid looking around and saying, wait a second, well, it's great that Tyrese Maxey is still here. But James is out the door. And just think about all the other players who have come and gone in Philadelphia since James has been there. All the failed high picks since Joel has been there. All the failed high picks. That starts the clock ticking on the Embiid situation, and they don't need that, and they don't want that. So they better get this higher right. Because I will say this. I don't think that Game 7 was on Doc Rivers. I don't even think the Game 6 loss was really on Doc Rivers. I thought that he made the right adjustments as that series went on. I thought he was right to keep P.J. PJ Tucker in the starting five in Game 7. Their best players just did not show up in that game. And like Woj said, Boston went out and took Game 6 in Philly and was a better team overall for the season than Philly. I don't think that's a series I can pin necessarily on Doc Rivers. That doesn't mean Philly was wrong. I'm just saying that series I don't think is on Doc. Well, the only problem with that is that we just have too many examples of a Doc-led team being in that position and not finishing off. Yeah, Woj, you said it. Boston was a, a, a far superior team. We knew that. But ultimately, when you have a team like that on the ropes, do you have a coach? Do you have a squad that can put that team away? You look mm-hmm. at Miami. Miami was playing against a far superior team, but once they got them on their ropes, they closed them. And so I'm not surprised to see Milwaukee change. I'm not yeah. surprised to see Philly change because ultimately those windows are very, very small and they're hard to come by. I just don't think that there's a lot that Philly, in yeah. my opinion, can change within their group that would make them a championship contender currently. Well, in the NBA right now, right now, we know that stars, they usually have to have some level of sign-off right before changes like this are made. So I, I'm curious, Woj, what kind of input did a Joel Embiid, James Harden have in this decision that Doc Rivers is no longer at the helm of this franchise? I mean, there's no organization that has players of stature of Joel Embiid, James Harden uh, go down the list of star players with organizations. These teams do not make these decisions in a vacuum. Mm. Of course they're going to talk to their players, but ultimately, I think the organization's got to decide. It's not always fair or unfair. Did he deserve to be fired or not? It's more of a calculation moving forward. Do we think there's somebody out there who gives us a smaller percentage chance in the margins 
to, to try to get to where we want to go. I think that's a decision they made with Doc Rivers here and looking out in the marketplace at who's available and saying, our window is shriek, shrinking in Philadelphia. We are running out of time. And you are always on the clock with great players yeah. in this league. It, whether they're under contract or they're going to become a free agent, Every one of the teams who's changed coaches this offseason, uh, except for maybe Detroit, Toronto, but you look at Phoenix, Milwaukee, Philly, MVP-level players who are going to put their organizations on the clock about their futures. So you've got to make decisions in the short term about trying to, to do the kind of winning you need to do to keep these players wanting to play with you. Yeah. And I think Philadelphia, in making the decision on Doc Rivers today, there's risk with this. Uh, Doc Rivers had a lot of success. There, you may look back and say, Doc Rivers maximized this group of talent. Yep. But they're going to see if there's someone else who can take them further. I do want to take a look at what the future is going to hold for Philadelphia. But first, I want to bring in someone who won a championship alongside Doc Rivers in 2008, and that is our friend Kendrick Perkins, who is back in Los Angeles. So, so Perk, was this the right move for Philadelphia? No, it wasn't. I mean, we expected Doc Rivers to get fired because of the love affair and the relationship between Dale Moore and James Harden. And here's the fact of the matter. When it comes down to Game 6 and Game 7, Joel Embiid and James Harden folded like a fresh set of clean sheets. There's no other way around <laughs> it, okay? And then when you look at it, a Rolex watch, Embiid, a Rolex watch is with James Harden bought you, that was easy enough to persuade you to say, you know what, let me go to war for Doc Rivers, a guy that has put me in position to be the league leading scorer in back-to-back -back years to win my first MVP. And then, you know what else is disturbing? I just looked at that list, and I saw Mike D'Antoni name up there. Another tie relationship between uh, Darryl Moore and James Harden. Wouldn't the hell have Dad Tony, Dale Moore, and James Harden accomplished? Not a damn thing. So one, I'm disappointed in Joel Embiid because I felt like as the MVP, the franchise guy, he could actually put his foot down. Two, if you're going to make a decision between Doc Rivers and James Harden, the James Harden who has had a history of playing with Hall of Famers and having accomplished the damn thing and you actually choose him, then you got, you got a problem anyway. So at the end of the day, no matter who they bring in, if they bring back James Harden, this team is not going to ever win a championship if they're depending on him to be a Batman or a Robin, period. You know, Perk mentioned Mike D'Antoni, who I reported earlier, is one of the candidates uh, in Philadelphia, along with Nick Nurse, Mike Budenholzer, uh, Monty Williams, one internal candidate, and Sam Cassell. Uh, the Sixers got down the road with Mike D'Antoni in 2020 right. before Doc Rivers became available. It was also before uh, Daryl Morey was hired in Philadelphia. And so, uh, listen, he is a candidate for this job. I think these are some other. Monty Williams spent some time in Philadelphia. They know him. He's had a relationship there, certainly Budenholzer and Nurse. And, but I think Mike D'Antoni, there were back in 2020 conversations and discussions with Joel Embiid about how, what it would look like with Mike D'Antoni that predated Daryl Morey's arrival there. Obviously, we know the history with Daryl Morey and James Harden and Mike D'Antoni in uh, 
uh, Houston. They got as close as you could to getting to the finals. They could not get past, you know, I think some historically great Golden State teams. Sure. Uh, but I do think with ownership in Philadelphia, you know, there was an affinity on Mike D'Antoni even prior to Daryl Morey. He will be a candidate in this. There's some other pretty good ones, too. Yeah, we're going to get into this a little bit more, Zach, because I am curious your thoughts on where the 76ers need to go from here. But since we are here in Chicago live at the draft lottery, we need to get to Victor Wembanyama. So coming up here on NBA Today, we are all on Wemby Watch. The draft lottery only a couple of hours away. So we're going to dive into how tonight could change the landscape for the NBA for decades to come. Plus, LeBron James, he heads to the Mile High City to kick off his 12th conference finals appearance. So what can we expect from the Lakers against the number one seed? Our panel weighs in. And then speaking of the Western Conference Finals, it's a rematch of the bubble and the big men. So find out what Perk has to say on the AD Jokic showdown. Go, go anywhere. NBA Today, live from Chicago, is just getting started. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. Rooted in communities big and small. I've been playing this way for years. I've always been shooting threes, handling the ball. I didn't look up to players for me to do that. I inspired myself in doing whatever I wanted to do. Have you had a chance to watch Victor Wembanyama play yet? How can you miss him? Rattles in another three. Cheat code type vibe. This is the cheat code. You gotta get ready for this kid. He has the chance to be one of the best to ever play this game. Elise, Elise really in trouble when he comes in. years, but he's more like, like an alien. He's for sure a generation of talent. The NBA has been waiting for tonight for a long, long time. We are counting down to the 2023 NBA Draft Lottery. We're going to find out which team is going to have the opportunity to draft a once-in-a-generation talent in Victor Wembanyama. And while 14 fan bases, they are all holding their breath to see the ways that the ping-pong balls are going to bounce here. Victor Wembanyama, when's the last time we saw this, Zach? He's actually in action right now as we speak with the Metropolitan 92. And not only is he in action, we got Mbappe in attendance. Like, what, what is going Obviously. on here? Well, uh, Whitney. 
<laughs> Victor's going to be bigger in France than Mbappe in, what, a year, year and a half? I'm just kidding. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Soccer is I'm kidding. Football. football is football. Football is life. But when you have a guy who can hit jumpers like this, it, what he is offensively, the talent he has defensively. Well, it, it's so impressive. And, and to echo what, what uh, Woj said, look, if Victor and LeBron, again, we're not talking about what his career is going to be, but if Victor and LeBron were both up today and we all remember the LeBron hype machine, Victor is seven foot four and can shoot, can do all the different things. Like, I have never seen a talent like him. And when I see the greatest players in our league today look at him and almost with a level of respect, yeah. I haven't seen that. I didn't see it from with, with LeBron coming in. There wasn't T Mac and AI looking around with the level of respect. With this individual, everyone is looking at him with utter just confusion and just <laughs> excitement because, like LeBron said, the league is going to be in trouble in a couple years. Well, and hype is such an interesting word because it's not just the hype. It's not just the buildup that is around this guy. It's the actuality of what he can do. Can you put that into perspective well, uh, for us, Zach? I have butterflies in my stomach, and I don't care where he goes. Like, I'm that <laughs> excited about it. And like what you said, and he can shoot, that's not something we should tack on at the end. That's a huge, Ooh, huge, huge deal compared to some other big prospects that have come out before with a lot of skills and ball handling he can shoot the level of expectation i've never seen anything like it people are all over the draft combat and talking about he could be an all-star next year he's the most important player to come into the league and i keep seeing all of these articles like where does he fit best what's the best fit for him the answer is everywhere everywhere all the teams anywhere he instantly becomes the most important player on whatever team is lucky enough to draft him and it's just incredible that we're four hours away from or whatever it is like bam he's on a team he's this is is unprecedented what he can yeah, do. A seven foot five player who studied the Pete Maravich ball handling tapes is a young player and trained with those and handles the ball like a guard who dominates in a way defensively that that just in his size and his instincts, his intelligence, he's a well-rounded young man. He is somebody who has been in a lot of ways prepared for this moment um, and the, the anticipation among NBA teams who understand that there is never going to, there, there may not be another night like this where a franchise's fortunes are changed um, with a prospect like this. Again, you go back in the lottery era of Shaquille O'Neal, mm. LeBron James, uh, Tim Duncan, David Robinson. There have been some incredible players, incredible anticipation. None have ever been more advanced and further along at his age and to doing what he's doing at seven foot five. Uh, the NBA changes the day he walks in the door here. The most ridiculous play I have seen on a basketball court in recent memory is when he handled the ball. He shoots the three. The ball goes up in the air. Yeah. It starts bouncing back. It starts flying back, and he comes flying in. I have never oh, seen. I've dunk. never seen someone tip dunk their own on a nerf hoop. On a nerf hoop. Yes, yes, yes. Now I have done things against my kids on nine foot hoops plenty of times. <laughs> I have never seen that. And let me say that I that was sent to me in four different text chains. NBA players are looking at this, and we're talking about the greatest athletes in the world. Are looking at this is like, what do you do with that? What, right. There, there is no answer to him, and I think that's what makes him so special. Put it, put it this way: in one minute, you could go from a franchise that is irrelevant and dead in the water to if this hits the ceiling set for 20 years. I mean, that's the, in one minute that can happen. One, one team president who is in the lottery tonight said to me yesterday, Victor Wimbayama will never play in a, will never play in an arena with an empty seat. Yeah. 
Never. Well, I, I, that seems pretty accurate. You can't walk 10 feet around the, the hotel, the compound that we're staying in here in Chicago and not have someone, a general manager, a scout, someone come up and say, who do you think is going to get him? <laughs> Where do you think Victor Wembanyama is going to go? There is so much anticipation around this young man. We obviously have had a chance to talk with him here on this show. His character matches the basketball player you're getting on the court. I mean, Zach, you mentioned butterflies. I, I am so I'm excited nervous. I'm nervous. and nervous and looking forward to seeing where he's going to be. I want to check in with Kendrick Perkins to see, uh, Perk, where are you most excited to watch Victor? What are you looking forward to most uh, with Victor Wenyama tonight? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I wasn't. I got the studio to myself. I actually was watching my watching me. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I was watching Aww. highlights. Are you watching your own highlights? Yeah, yeah, I was actually watching highlights of myself. You know what I'm saying? Back, that's, just that's a reminiscing. Short tape. I mean, I mean, we are we are in the you know conference finals, going to the finals and things to that nature. So. I just wanted to – look, I, I mean, I got the studio to myself. Well, we'll, we'll let you keep watching, yeah, Bert. We'll let you keep yeah. watching. And since you mentioned the conference finals, we're going to get to that still to come on NBA Today. I want, his, I I want his job. Well, right that chair holding on for dear life. Nice chair. <laughs> nice to it. Game one, it goes down tonight between the Lakers and the Nuggets. Big Perk, he's going to tell us why the big men are the key to who wins this series. And we're also going to find out the fate of where Victor Wembanyama could be headed in just a couple of hours. Richard Jefferson tells us the three teams he wants to see him land. But really, this young man could fit anywhere. Plus, we're going to hear from both the Celtics and the Heat ahead of their game one tomorrow night. Our panel's keys to that series next. We're live from the NBA Draft Lottery in Chicago. Are you tired of uncomfortable, stuffy clothing when you're on the move? Task Performance is here to revolutionize your active lifestyle. Crafted with their innovative organic cotton and bamboo fabric blend, Task Performance's Carrollton Collection is Task's all-time most popular active wear. Task Carrollton Collection is breathable, moisture-wicking, and provides USPF 50-plus sun protection, keeping you fresh, cool, and comfortable all day long. Task has harnessed the natural performance qualities of bamboo to deliver amazingly soft and durable apparel produced in an ethical and sustainable manner. Whether you're hitting the gym or on the trail, the golf course, traveling, the office, or just around town, Task Carrollton Collection will help you feel better, move better, and live better. Available in dozens of colors. See what better looks like at taskperformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCperformance.com. Task, creating the most comfortable performance apparel on the planet. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What would a championship run mean to you? I mean, that's all the reason I play. It takes everything in me to win the championship. We have a nice opportunity to do something. I'm just happy that my team is winning.
Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Game one of the Western Conference Finals is tonight, and being that we are at the draft lottery, it's only right that we start with the top overall pick from 20 years ago, LeBron James, who is in action tonight against the Denver Nuggets as we welcome Mark Spears to our set here in Chicago. Mark Spears in his, his little chair. <laughs> I think you maybe lost. I look short today. Yeah, little, lost a little height Good there, for me. that's fine. Good for me. Let, let's start with LeBron, though, my friends. Richard, your expectations for him tonight? Well, my expectations are for him to play a game of chess. Like we, we, we've seen That's it these last checkers. couple. We've seen it these last couple of series. Even, um, you know, not shooting in a first quarter, and then hearing Draymond talk about Steph trying to figure it out. You know, LeBron is is a master motivator, and I think that last series, like the way he kind of um, manipulated the series, the way he made sure that Anthony Davis and other guys got going, and then he built himself up in that game six, then coming out aggressive. So I, I, I think for me, watching him and watching him try and process. That's always been the thing that after playing with him, I've always enjoyed. Watching him each series figure it out, even in that run in 2020. Watching against Houston, watching what he did against Denver, watching what he did against Miami. Watching him figure it out is one of the most beautiful things if you enjoy basketball, and I'm looking forward to seeing that. Well, I talked to NBA head coach yesterday, and he's like, what do you have to do to stop LeBron? He said he expects the Nuggets to rotate different guys against him. Obviously, Aaron Gordon, Uncle Jeff, but he also said Brown. Hmm. He said, I would use Brown as an irritant, like a Pat Beverly irritant, somebody to take some time getting into his body and just also keep somebody fresh on LeBron. So he expects every six, seven minutes, somebody different, somebody different, somebody different. I mean, it's LeBron James, but hey, against him, he felt like the more health, uh, rested bodies, the better they could do against him. LeBron's going to see a lot of guys. Everybody you just said, including yeah. two guys whose last names are Brown, are going to yeah, guard yeah. him at some point in the series. Partly because I think we might see a little Aaron Gordon on Anthony Davis and just to see how that matchup works. But look, LeBron, in the first two rounds, very carefully parceled out that old-school LeBron bully ball game. Yep. That where's Steph Curry? Where's the little guard? Bring him up to me. Let's get a switch. Let's bully ball it. He did it when they were far behind, and it was kind of like, enough of this. We got to score. Or in games that he kind of deemed must win. Game six at home against the Warriors. This is a step up in competition for the Lakers. Yeah. I don't think the Nuggets afford that level of choosiness. I think for the Lakers to beat this team four times in seven games – He's going to have to bring that. He can't bring it every possession like he used to. But I don't think there's going to be able to be one game or two games where he just says, you know what, it's, it's not tonight with me for that. We're going to have to right. find other ways. I think they need more of that. Well, because there's a reason that the Denver Nuggets have been the number one seed in the Western Conference literally since December. And this matchup, it very well may come down to Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic. We're talking about the battle of the big men here. So let's bring in our very own resident big man, Kendrick Perkins. He's still watching his own highlights? That's what I was going to check you in. You watch your own no, highlights? No, 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 Y'all can talk about Braun, but we want to talk about the matchup with AD and Jokic. But before I start, Darvin Ham has something to say. Man, try to catch him coming out of his house and kidnap him, man. <laughs> Noah, um, I mean, it's just obviously everyone everyone knows how great he is. And, uh, you know, just we'll have to mix up, mix up pitches. And, AD will start on him, but we have a few different guys that will see action against him and just try to put the best foot forward every time out. But again, try to do everything we can to do our work early and keep them off balance. 
Now, now listen, we know that Darvin Ham probably was telling a joke, but truth lies behind jokes because you know why? Jokic have been giving AD their work this year. He is shooting 63% when contested by AD this season. Highs by any player versus Anthony Davis, minimum 15 field goal attempts. Okay, let's roll the tape. We know that Jokic is a problem. Look at him, getting to his spot, facing up, creating a little space. Seven foot, 284 pounds. AD, we know he's seven foot, but he's pretty light in the behind. Little up and under with the nice left hand hook. We come down again. Jokic setting a little brush screen. Not too much, but just to get to his spot. Freeze! I forgot to say it. Here we go right here. Catching it at his sweet spot is Mano Imano. What he do? He takes his 10 dribbles, tomato chest, turns over a little scoop that only he could do. A scoop layup on Anthony Davis. Now, here it is. Against with AD for us being him the best defender and the elite defender, 29% allowed when he's contesting shots this postseason, which is the best in the NBA, and this is why I say he's been the best in the league. Now, watch this. Free! Jokic is going to have to guard. How do you make him work? Put him in pick and rolls. Make him slide those puppies. Look at AD. Does a great job of catching, going straight down the lane to the basket. Here we go again. Box out. Freeze! Anthony Davis, he sees it. He grabs the board. This is an underrated part about his game. Watch as he pushes the pace. He's in attack mode. Little Euro step, floater. This is going to be a fun matchup. And I know we keep talking about how they're going to stop Jokic, but Jokic needs to figure out how he's going to stop Anthony Davis. Perk, thank you so much. No we problem. appreciate you in that free Absolutely. sheet. Yeah. I love it. I freeze. Love it. Free like cheese. Big freeze energy. All right, that, that, that's what Perk's looking for on the interior here. But let's take a step back, Zach. What are you looking for as the key in this game? First, how often do they actually guard each other? Sure. It's going to be a lot, but how much does each team try to play with the matchups? Because I'll tell you one thing each team can't afford. Foul trouble to either of those guys. And Anthony Davis... Look, Jokic is going to score. Jokic yeah. is unstoppable. He's going to get points. Anthony Davis can make something stuff for him. He's going to get points. He's going to draw double. He's going to get offense. He's more of a self-creator, one-on-one, on the block than AD is. AD gets a lot of his points pick and roll, occasional post-ups, kind of finding points. They're going to need him to find 25 to 35 almost every game in this series to have a chance. And we saw that there were just a couple of 12-point, 14-point games. That's my question is can he work his way to high-scoring nights every single game in this series? Because I think, again, the Nuggets demand that kind of consistency from the Lakers. Look, my thing is this. In 2020, I, I believe Anthony Davis – I know Giannis won the MVP, but Jokic and Embiid, they were all kind of clumped together. Anthony Davis thought he should have been, you know, uh, up for defensive player of the year, but they were all kind of clumped together. Anthony Davis has slowly gotten back this postseason and in this final stretch to being the Anthony Davis that we saw. A lot of injuries. The difference is this. Jokic over this two years has ascended far more. He has not, he's not trying to get back to where he, he is. A two -time no, he MVP wasn't a two-time MVP. So to go from being an all-star, all-NBA, 
NBA guy to an MVP, that jump, I don't think people fully understand the level of that jump. So for Anthony Davis to have one good game, one bad game, one good game, one bad game, that's not Jokic. Jokic is one of the most consistent, dominant players in this league. So while Anthony Davis has gotten closer to his 2020 year and what he can do, he's got a long way to go before I can start saying that, oh, this is going to be a one-on-one matchup. Anthony Davis did not guard Jokic in that 2020 as much. It was a lot of JaVale McGee. It was a lot of Dwight Howard. The Lakers do not have Jokic that. Jokic didn't guard him either. Jokic didn't guard him either. Agreed. But I'm still looking at Jokic cannot score and just be the hub of that offense, and they can still cause problems, or he can just go one-on-one. With Anthony Davis, we're seeing one good game, one bad game. One, I won't say bad game. So-so game for his standards. So I just think that is going to be the biggest question without a doubt. I think the thing is, Anthony Davis, whoever has the ball, you have to attack Joker. That's the, another thing that the head coach said. He was surprised that Phoenix didn't attack Joker. He never was really in foul trouble against Phoenix, mm. but he was against Minnesota, and he fouled out in game five. He's a very questionable defender, and I think when you see somebody 6'11 and 285, and you're coming to him, you worry about him as a shot blocker. The Lakers can't. He's mm-hmm. not trying to block shots. He might try to get some steals or get in the passing lanes. But they have to challenge him to get him in foul trouble like Minnesota was getting him in foul trouble. You want to stop him from scoring? Yep. Get him, get him on the bench trouble. in foul trouble. And I think, you know, that is something that Anthony Davis and the Lakers are going to concentrate on is attacking Joker. They have no shot blocker. Yeah. Denver has no shot blocker. DeAndre Jordan. He hasn't he hasn't played since 86. Well, we get to see game <laughs> one of this go down tonight just after the draft lottery coming up here on NBA Today. Victor Wenbanyama, I mean, could he be as impactful in this league as this guy, LeBron James? We're going to discuss which NBA team could be the best fit for him. That's coming up here next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What scares you most about your future? Uh, you know, maybe not fulfilling a lot of other people's dreams. The phenomenon is taken over. I was had the poise to handle any circumstance. One of the great performances of all time. Adversity. What a tough defeat for LeBron. Not four, not five. Pressure. The Miami Heat have won the title. Come on, my city. I love you. I'm back. I think it was a God-given ability, but that only takes you so far. And I want my damn respect, too. I've never cheated a process on wanting to be great in this game. The Lakers hopes of batter number 18 still alive. Put me in a position to just try to be one of the best ever. 
20 years ago, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they won the right to draft a generational talent, a kid from Akron, Ohio, LeBron James. And the expectations for him, even before he came into the league, they were sky high, seemingly insurmountable at times. And yet time and time again, over his two-decade career, not only has he met them, at times he's exceeded them. Well, fast forward to today, actually to where I am standing right now. In just a couple of hours, another team is going to get another opportunity to draft a once-in-a-lifetime talent, this time from Paris in Victor Wenbanyama. And we have a behind-the-scenes look at a prospect that has not seen this kind of hype since the chosen one. This is the cheat code. This is not fair. Hey, now! When you talk about LeBron James, it's been a runaway freight train. The Express with hype. It has started two years ago. He was on the cover last year of Sports Illustrated. He's the best high school player I've ever seen. He's better than Kobe Bryant at this stage. He is a man right now. The buzz for LeBron was at a higher level, frankly, because he's an American player and there was so much coverage here. But I have thought about, you put Victor now and an 18-year-old LeBron James now and put them side by side and say, who do you take between the two? It'd be a really hard choice. But I tend to think that in today's game, you might favor Victor a little bit. He's going to be drafted very high, probably first pick. When you see all the media attention for a young guy, it's not so easy. I try to prepare him to handle this situation. I don't think we have any leverage. <laughs> Basketball God will decide we're gonna get this first pick. It doesn't matter where he goes. It didn't matter where Tim Duncan went. It didn't matter where LeBron went. It doesn't matter where Victor goes. Sometimes prospects without this buzz have big head and don't talk to, to everybody. And their teammates jealous about him. He handled this really good, the craziest part. All these teammates accept this. We have never seen something like that before. We gotta get ready for this kid. He's gonna, he's gonna be really good. I want to build something that eventually is going to be remembered, but it's more about building every day, adding a little piece to the building every day. This is how you build something great. My next goal is to be the number one pick. I've seen French players go, go into the draft, get drafted, but never French player be the first overall draft pick. You got a decent chance of that, I think. I think so? Yeah. <laughs> So here are the favorites to win the lottery heading into tonight. The Pistons, the Rockets, the Spurs, they all have a 14% chance to get that number one pick. And our very own Zach Lowe, he is a behind-the-scenes look at how the future of the NBA is being shaped behind closed doors. Welcome to the most secure room in the city of Chicago, the NBA Draft Lottery Drawing Room. 
where a little bit before you see the lottery results on television, the real lottery will take place here with 14 numbered ping pong balls sealed in this briefcase. You can't open this briefcase. They go into this machine, a number combination pops out, and just like that, one NBA franchise's life changes forever with Victor Wembanyama, the most coveted, anticipated prospect since LeBron James. Imagine, you can make every decision wrong for 10 years and the right four balls come out of that machine and your franchise is set potentially for a decade plus. Here are all the number combinations for those of you who want to go all beautiful mind and get into the nitty gritty of it over here. You have the Pistons, the Rockets, the Spurs. They have the most combinations. Look, Detroit has 140. We scroll through all the lottery teams, all the teams with dreams on the line, down to New Orleans, only five four-number combinations. Everybody tonight with big dreams. This is the real lottery. 20, 25 people sequestered in here. No phones, no laptops, no technology, nothing. That's where the real drama unfolds before you see it on TV. Well, and Zach Lowe is going to be in the room where it happens tonight. We have a huge night, though, across the NBA on ESPN. We have NBA Countdown at 7 o'clock Eastern. And then we have 2023 NBA Draft Lottery. And then we have Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. That's between the Lakers and the Nuggets at 8.30 Eastern. Everything is also streaming on the app. Still to come on NBA Today, we have the keys to the Eastern Conference Finals matchup. Jimmy Butler, he just spoke and declared that this is our year for the Miami Heat. Stick around to hear from him. Let's go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Extremely familiar with. Says, get it out of here. The Heat back to the NBA Finals. For the lead. Celtics to the NBA Finals. I want to get past that round. I want to make it back to the finals. And I want to win it. Welcome back to Chicago. We're just a couple of hours away from the draft lottery, but Boston and Miami not involved in that process because they are preparing for the Eastern Conference Finals. It is a rematch of last year, and it tips off tomorrow. So let's take a listen to Jalen Brown. We're going into another series, and we want to start off the series on a good note. So um, it's part of my job to get our guys ready to go. 
um, from the gate. So I gotta, I gotta come with it. You have a message for the fans for this one starting out? Um, just come with it. Bring that same energy. Bring the juice. The energy's about to shift. They're a well-rounded group um, that out-tops out most teams they play. Um, but that's not gonna happen with us. This year is our year. We're gonna go into this game one and and do what we're supposed to do. And um, be the first one to four. Um, like I said, we're very capable of it. We have enough. Guys are playing some incredible basketball. I like our chances, as is everybody in this organization. All right, Zach. Jimmy says that this is their year, and these two teams, they know each other incredibly well. They split the regular season two and two. Last year, it took seven exciting, amazing games to decide this series. What's the key you're looking at heading into this one? First of all, I would almost believe anything Jimmy Butler said he could do at this point. If he yeah. said, I'm going to the Kings and we're winning the championship for the next five years, I'd be like, yeah, sounds, sounds totally plausible. <laughs> the key to me is, look, the Celtics are a better team, just like they were a better team than Philadelphia. The key to me is consistency. They seem to have two games every series where they just sort of play a little bit aimlessly on offense, just kind of move the ball around without any purpose, take contested long twos and leave it there, and kind of just play a C-minus defensive game for a team that should play an A game every game. If they play consistently, they should win this series. If they have a couple of bad games, they crack open the door for a Heat team that if you crack open the door, they are taking an ax to the door and knocking through it and then burning your house down. So they better be careful. <laughs> wow, that came out too quickly. All right, Rich. Well, no, I, I, I think it's there's two teams here where you got two guys that can both will their team to victory. And we've seen it in different scenarios for Jason Tatum and we've seen it for Jimmy Butler. So for me, I'm going to look at the guys around them. Who's going to shoot the three well? Because that's really is in the, in the 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 Knicks series Miami rebounded the ball outstanding and they got to the free throw line that helped that helped kind of keep them where they could stay within reach for me I really look at this team and it's like if Boston shoots the three well they play the consistent defense with that big lineup I think they're going to be a problem I think Boston's the better team but you just can't count out Jimmy and the way this Heat team has been playing ever Jimmy's a nightmare in the playoffs yeah. I was there when he had 56 I was there in the bubble Jason Tatum is going to have to have a lot of energy. As you saw that stat, he, he was 39% guarding him in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. He's going to have to have that energy on both sides of the floor because this Jimmy on this level, mm -hmm. he's, he's going to take it to angry superstar, get back to the finals level, mm -hmm. and Tatum's going to have to find it within to guard him on both ends. When Jimmy gets that look in his eye, when he says, this is our year, I'm with you, Zach. I believe him when Shirtless. you hear him yeah. say this. With no shirt on. Yeah, it's Paul and Book out of Richard Jefferson's yeah, playbook respect. there. Well, that <laughs> game, it. it goes down. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals tomorrow. Tonight, we have game one of the Western Conference Finals. So coming back here on NBA Today, I want to get your guys' picks on that. We'll be back in just 60 seconds. Oh, we're at the 60-second break? We're at the 60-second break. Almost nap time. NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. Rooted in communities big and small. Welcome back to NBA Today. We're just a couple of hours away now from our draft lottery. Richard, your final thoughts as we head toward the Victor Wembanyama draft. I, me? I just want to know what Perk has been doing in that studio <laughs> by himself. I, Perk, what have you been doing? Well, well, actually, I've been living my best life. I, I, I didn't have to see <laughs> you face to face. Um, I didn't have to worry about Malika having it hot in the studio. I got to set the temperature at what I wanted it to be. And I actually got to do me. I got to 
walk around the studio. You keep I got doing to, yourself. You keep just doing take you. a look. How about you just take a look? I got. I actually got it on. was holding on for dear life, bro. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I hope, I'm, I hope at least whatever. RJ provided you with a good snack. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I Perk, mean. who's your pick tonight between the Lakers and the Nuggets? Uh, the Lakers, and then my pick for the series, Lakers in six. Okay, Zach, yeah. who you got? Yeah. Nuggets. Richard? I got Nuggets in seven. Mark? Lakers in seven. I just just asking for tonight's games. I yeah, I answered the question. I answered the question. I do the assignment. Well, once game. Perk did I extra credit, once that, Perk Zach. did some extra credit, saying I got him in the series, I'm giving my series oh, answer. Oh, oh, I appreciate it. Perk. That's gonna do it for us from NBA Today here in Chicago on Draft Lottery Day. In just a couple of hours, we get to find out which team gets the rights to draft Victor Wenbanyama. We will see you for that show, NFL Live.